Nat, I want to talk to you about my new idea. Instead of paying th for things with US dollars, I'm going to make my own currency and I'm going to try to pay for everything with that. Is your currency sandwiches? That's one of the things. I don't know what to call it. Uh, can you think of a name? Uh, sandwich coin. Sandwich coin. I mean, I, that's a callback to an early episode, too. Someone out there is going to be like, ah, I know what he did just there. Mm. So you're going to make your own currency. I want to make my own currency. And I just, I'm just going to talk about like what are some of the ways that you can make your own currency in a way. Okay. I know Dogecoin is taken already, but there are a Doggy bunch coin. of... There are a bunch of like dank old school RuneScape memes. We could definitely make a currency out of that. I'm just saying. Oh, for sure. Sandwich lady tokens. Someone out there is gonna be like, ah, one person. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's let's make a currency. I'm ready. The easiest way to make some currency is just have it be backed by like gold or silver, since you know they're stable metals and people can go in and in principle exchange there sandwich coins for sandwiches or gold okay so i'm gonna i'm sorry i already have questions here so if i understand it correctly isn't that how the u.s currency works right isn't the u.s dollar backed up by like federal gold reserves it used to be until i think nixon was like we're not gonna back it up by gold no more the 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 cold war is too expensive we got to print money that just seems crazy to me. Like, I get the point of backing it with something, right? You you are saying, I have made this token. Well, let's call it a Chuck E. Cheese token, right? And you establish mm -hmm. its value by saying how much of some desirable good that is worth, right? You set a standard mm -hmm. for it. I don't yeah. get why they always use, like, precious metals or gold. Like, I don't want gold. I want food. If I went into a grocery store and I had a gold nugget and I was like, I would like to pay for my groceries with this, <laughs> they'd look at me like a crazy person. Nobody wants gold. I don't get why that's the I was just out in the river out back. I was sifting through some dirt, found some gold. Can I get a sandwich, please? No. No, oh. exactly. They'll be okay. like, go convert that to dollars and then come pay me with that. And it's like, but hold on. The dollar is defined based on its currency equivalent to this precious resource, which I have right here. I should be able to buy 500 cases of Easy Mac if I want. It's, it's, it's a conspiracy, really. The big, big, or big, big dollar money. is trying to keep nuggets down. <laughs> big dollar. Okay, so option one is we, 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 uh, we establish a backing system, right? And you say mm -hmm. there's a stable good that is worth something. Maybe it's gold. Maybe it's sandwiches, right? We could back a dollar with a sandwich. Um, okay, so not that's uranium. Method. We're not going to back it by uranium. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> a bad idea. Bad idea. Okay, so that's one method. What else we got? Well, some of the problems with backing things with gold, for example, is what? Well, you you got to go out and find some gold to have your new currency to be backed by. And I don't want to go out and buy a bunch of gold and store it in my in my cellar or something. Yeah. So that's a problem. But, uh, well, hold on. It's not a total problem. I see tons of commercials telling me that I should be putting my money in gold, and I can buy it on buygold.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Those cheesy commercials where they're like, put your money in gold. The government's going downhill. <laughs> now now they're going to be like, put your money in sandwich coin or dollary dues, I, I assume, is the currency in Australia. Ah, that's a good one. Uh, I like that. <laughs> So yeah, you, I mean, you have to go out and get the thing, right? Like, okay, hold on. I'm going to say a question here, and then I know that I know this is a stupid question. 
but like, are there really a lot of gold miners out there? I mean, I've seen Gold Rush. I know they get a ton of gold in Gold Rush, but like, how many Gold Rush is out there? Are there? Oh, there's there's plenty of mines out there, but I guess they are they don't attract as many people as they used to in the day because. Well, I mean, there's other better jobs to have. Because people got tired of dying of the black lung? That, that might do it. Or weird, mysterious cave monsters that would eat them while they're digging for shiny rocks? Or generally the, the terribleness of the Wild West and all that good yeah. stuff. And I guess back in those days, gold was the only currency. Like, the dollar was backed by gold, so going in somewhere being like, I got a nugget, give me a sandwich, that worked. So what... I, I guess this is unrelated. What is the U.S. dollar backed by now? It is backed by itself. Okay, we'll get to that point later. I don't want to skip ahead. Let's keep going. So if we wanted to print money the traditional way, then it's actually not that difficult. We just need to say that, you know, I'll trade you this amount of sandwich coins for this amount for U.S. dollars, for example. Now, instead of having our currency backed by gold, it's backed by U.S. dollars, which, as we said, is backed by itself. So wait, if I just print out some currency, right? I have a, I have a commemorative MSU coin on my desk. If I just convince someone that this coin right here is worth 20 bucks, and it's mm-hmm. actually not worth any of it. But and, and I'm not saying as a collector's item. I'm saying this is like a currency. Like this is yeah. legal tender. Not a collectible, mm-hmm. right? And I just say it's worth 20 bucks. Then that's it? Well, you'll have to be able to uh, prove that you can exchange that for $20, I suppose. And then, you know, it's a currency. So, But if I can convince someone to do this, then is it a currency? Or is that just, yeah. wow, okay. So long as it's agreed upon by all parties, it's something that you can exchange goods for, then yeah, it's a currency. Okay, so then in theory, if we just keep duping people, you could eventually back a currency with itself by just saying, like, trust me, it's worth it. And that's how the U.S. dollar came about. Oh my gosh. So there's literally no backing for the U.S. dollar besides the U.S. dollar? Yeah, it's, it's backed on trust. That is a terrible idea. I know very little about economics, and I know about as much about currency as you've told me in the last couple of minutes, and I know that's a bad idea. Well, hey, just don't be untrustworthy, and then you're fine, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. No, I forgot. If we just rely on people to be good human beings, then we're fine. So this whole backing something by the U.S. dollar... actually happens quite often and you've probably experienced this for example do you have any miles or points associated with hotels oh my gosh that's a currency that's a currency they're already using a currency that is backed by the u.s dollar that is not from the central bank of some country oh my gosh like like the nintendo switch gold coins that i get right like you buy a game and they they give you like two dollars worth of nintendo token or whatever the name of that thing is and then i use that to Mm -hmm. buy some terrible 79 cent indie game i bought that (laughs) using a currency that doesn't exist that's backed by a currency that is solely based on trust yep money is so weird (laughs) yeah it is it's the weirdest thing man okay where did this whole like where did money get weird i'd say when we got off the gold standard in the 70s now, is that like an, an international kind of thing? Well, I guess, hold on. If everything's backed off the U.S. dollar, 
and the U.S. dollar now is no longer backed by gold, then I guess everyone's playing with fun money now. Yeah, with, with Monopoly money. And you said the gold standard ended somewhere around, like, the Nixon era, maybe? Well, at least for the U.S. Uh, it, it ended at different points. But at this point, no currency is backed by the gold standard. It's all by itself. Or another currency. So so back to the, the miles things. If you have a credit card that gives you miles for each per- purchase, then what you're doing there is exchanging a certain amount of dollars, and while you're also buying something else, you'll also get miles from it. So in a way, the airlines made their own currency with an exchange rate that depends on which bank you're using, just because there's a, a fee to that. So there's a dollar to miles value. Hmm. And, and the surprising thing for air, uh, for airlines is they've made a lot of money from this exchange rate since they can set the rates since they make the currency, and obviously it's done to be in their favor. Relating this to our currency, all, all we got to do is go, uh, go to a bank and convince them to exchange some sandwich dollars for real dollars, and then we have a currency. Or, and if that doesn't work, right, if that doesn't work, then we go talk to a credit card company and we say, hey, people are going to want sandwich coins. This is the new mm-hmm. thing. Elon Musk is going to tweet about this tomorrow. Mm. Going to be crazy. Every time someone makes a purchase, they get 0.01% of their purchase amount. We'll get the we'll go towards sandwich coins. And you're yeah. going to make money off of it because we'll give you 0.5% of the 0.01%. Whoa, that's a lot. Well, no, 0.5% of 0.01%. <laughs> But think of all the money that Sandwich Coin can make. Yeah, that's actually a fair point. Yeah, if Elon Musk tweets about it, then we probably just threw away thirty billion dollars. <laughs> so, so you might uh, you brought up a good point on credit cards. You might wonder, how does a bank have the authority to ex- to exchange dollars for anything, since they're not really the people that print money? It's the central banks. While it used to be true that uh, banks used to hold physical currency where someone would deposit some money and then you know, the bank would use that money to loan out to someone else, nowadays it's really done in d- digital forms and to the point where they're not even giving out real money anymore, just pretending they have money and giving it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of, that part I find very not surprising, right? Like, I don't carry cash on me unless I have to go to the barber shop. It's only because I take cash still, which... We all know why they're doing that one, but we won't even go there, right? Um, but, like, you go to the bank, no one deposits, like, a wad of cash. And if you do, people think, where did they get that much cash from? So it's just all a yeah, bunch of... Yeah, it's, it's really suspicious. Welcome to currency, where the dollars are made up and it doesn't matter, right? Are we playing <laughs> whose line with money now? Is this just an Excel spreadsheet out there that someone's like, what happens if we divide this by four and multiply by one and then add six? and subtract two and raise it to the E. That's a new currency, new currency. Let's go. You know what, you're actually, you're getting ahead because the next line is about that. Oh my gosh. Almost exactly the same. Literally none of this seems like it's real. Like this is ridiculous. This shouldn't be how the world currency system works. (laughs) But let's talk about how they do it. Say for example, you go to a bank and you want to get a loan out. It used to be the, uh, the case that they would give out a percentage of the deposits from other people that they had, but now instead of doing that, since everything's digital, and if you have a bank that's large enough and trusted by everyone, they don't have to loan you deposited money. They can just have a spreadsheet that says, Nat owes me this many sandwich coins, and, uh, and they'll just pretend like that money has been loaned out to you. 
<sighs> yep. You know, I'm trying to figure out where where is this maybe a good idea? Like where where would this work? You know? And I think the only answer I can think of is literally like a commune in the middle of nowhere. And instead of a spreadsheet, it's like a stone slate with like ox teeth on it. And that's what they use for their currency. So it can't be uh, changed in any way? Yeah. Or at least if it is, then you'll know. Right, exactly. Like, this seems, I mean, okay, look, as part of my job, I do a lot of work with spreadsheets. You know how easy it is to mess up spreadsheets? Like, really mess up a spreadsheet? And you're telling me that that that's basically our currency system? There's a bank, e banks everywhere are just like, this imaginary quantity of money that has no physical actual presence, it's just a number that someone sent along because they wanted something on Amazon and now they need a loan for it. That's just, I'm just gonna put this number here and that's the monies, but there's no actual money involved, it's just a number. It's just like an IOU, some money. In principle, it would work out if the, say, if you had uh, had a loan taken out, if you just repaid that loan with the interest that the bank asked for, everything works fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. The IOU still works and all that. Okay, but now I cut my credit card up and throw it in the river so they can't track me and I never pay it. And then I fake my death, right? They're never getting that money back. Now what happens? Well, now uh, they lost that money. It might be easier to understand how big banks could fail in 2008. Yeah. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Turns out when everyone can't repay their mortgages, uh, you end up in some, some problems right there. Now, see, here's the tricky thing, though, right? So back in the olden days, right, if I had borrowed $100 from a bank, I would have 100 physical dollars, right? 100 physical dollars. And if I die, get hit by a car, struck by lightning, and bit by a cobra all at the same time. The bank, in theory, could go to my house, ransack the place, and get the remainder of the hundred physical dollars back. But if there's no physical backing to any of this money, and I just disappear off the face of the earth, that money doesn't exist. There's no, like, physical resource associated with that. If you paid for something with that money, then the, uh, then the bank has a negative balance because they just pretended to have money when really they didn't. Yeah, so they pretended to have money, which I used to purchase a real thing. And so now not only did they pretend to have the money, but they don't have the, any kind of physical money to take back. They could, I guess, repossess the assets and try to sell those. But at the end yeah. of the day, that feels like still a loss because somebody, like they're paying somebody to go to your house, mm -hmm. get the things, bring them back, put them on Facebook Marketplace, because where else would a bank sell repossessed items from a dead guy, right? It's definitely Facebook Craigslist, Marketplace not. because Craigslist isn't really a thing anymore, right? Wow. Yeah, that feels like a really big problem. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit of a precarious pr place that we have, but hey, it's, it's, a, it's a chance for our new currency to flourish as being the most stable out of all of them because it's backed by something actually real. Like like a sandwich. Like a sandwich. Okay, so I might be getting really ahead here, or might not even be in the scope of this, but how does crypto even factor into any of this? I know literally nothing about crypto. Right. I was considering including it in this. I, I feel like it's been said by crypto bros everywhere, and I just didn't want to <laughs> reiterate that fact. Mm -hmm. I suppose it's backed by everybody else. 
because with blockchains you can see all the other transactions and there's a limited number of bitcoin out there in print in the in principle but there's also a limited, a limited number, number of, of dollars somewhere right like we can't just print dollars for forever oh that's true yeah uh we, we we're not printing dollars forever forever right and like and even if you okay remove the print aspect of it i could just add more numbers to this excel spreadsheet now they add up to a larger number and we... Although with the blockchain, you would have to change the blockchain itself to be like, just, I'm just going to pretend I have an IOU here, and I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess with crypto, the big difference is the fact that you have that ledger system, right? Like, it's harder to cook the books on a crypto because literally mm -hmm. everything is is categorized. Everything is documented and, and tracked. You can see yeah. literally what the Bitcoin is worth because you can see every transaction it's been used in. And in theory, it feels like the rest of the currencies of the world should also be on a blockchain. You know what? I think that's what they're tr they they tried in the first place. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe they will. Maybe we'll go to a blockchain system, but then we won't have banks that can exploit the system. So it's probably never going to happen. Yeah, I was going to say big dollar is going to shut that down real hard. Okay, so at this point, we've made our own currency. How does this relate to everything about making sandwich coins? So all I say is that we just need to make a large trusted institution and you can print whatever you want in principle with, with some limits, of course. Mm -hmm. I think banks have some limit of how much they can add to their spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. So it, it, you can't have a trillion dollar spreadsheet probably. If you're a central bank however, you can just print as much as you want since you, you own the money, you are the money, you just start printing. I am the money. And that's all I have about making your own currency. It can either be backed by something physical, tied to a trusted institution, or nothing at all. How many currencies are nothing at all? Oh, I think most of them. <sighs> that's so not good. Okay, so hold on. No, here's actually an interesting point here. How is it then that you can end up with the craziest conversion rates if everything is made up like this. So hear me out, right? I think it wasn't it like Zimbabwe where like a loaf of bread costs like $20 zillion in Zimbabwean mm -hmm. dollars. Just get rid of like 10 zeros and then call that the new currency. Isn't that a thing? Can I just do that? And that is how new currencies are made. I, I believe uh, <laughs> when... This whole system is so dumb. I'm sorry. I know that there's an economist out there whose whole life of work has been <laughs> devoted to the study of currency. It's so dumb. This is so dumb because it seems like the whole system is just one big wizard of Oz. There's like 20 big dollar executives behind a curtain. And it's just like, here is your dollar. Don't think about where it came from or how much it's worth. Just to give an example about that, right after World War II, um, Germany obviously reunified and all that. Mm -hmm. And because and during that time, they made a new currency called the Deutschmark to replace the mm -hmm. old Reichsmark. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, they they just they were like, okay, ten Reichsmark gives you one Deutschmark, and that's our new currency. You can only use that from now on. So go ahead and do it. And in doing so. Uh, they got a new currency that was that was uh, more trusted that they could play with a little bit, and in general, it it did good things. Like even though it's backed by only itself, and it's it's a bit of, of a confusing concept, it's it's still very useful to people. Yeah, 
I can't imagine transferring gold over and over. Yeah. It just feels like a really bad idea to have, like, the penultimate resource of our world, which is money. Everyone will tell you it's like, what about water and electricity and food and oxygen? It's like, no, literally nothing would happen without money. Like, it doesn't matter how much water you need to survive. If you ain't got five bucks to go get a water bottle or however many dollars to have water brought to your house, right? You die. You don't get the water, right? Money is literally the only resource that actually matters in the world right now. Seems Mm -hmm. really problematic that that resource is just like an ethereal being on the wind. Yeah, for sure. It's literally like uh, like dark matter, right? This is what currency feels like to me. <laughs> dark matter and dark energy. We don't know anything about it. We can't see it, but it has to be there. Why? Because if it wasn't there, nothing would make sense. But I promise you it's there. You just, you'll never see it. Yeah, uh, you just summed it up entirely. Econ- uh, economics, dark matter, they actually have a lot in common. Same out. thing. Same thing. Big dollar, big space. They're in cahoots with each other. <laughs> okay, so then here's here's the last question that I'll that I'll pose for you here, right? How does the World Bank play into all of this? Oh, I think the World Bank is supposed to give loans out to developing countries to get them to develop faster. So I think the UN is just like, hey, we'll let you give out loans if it's for development and making people's lives better. Okay, so the World Bank isn't actually like a centralized bank. No, no, it is not a central bank. Is there any kind of centralized bank? Well, there's the, there's the U.S. Treasury. I, I, no, no I mean like international, like like the U.N., but just a bank, like the bank that oversees literally all of the monies and not like overseas from like a, a PNC or a credit union, right? I wouldn't go to World Bank and say, I'd like to take $20 out of my checking account. But I feel like there ought to be some kind of international body maybe oversees things like conversion rates, making sure currencies actually have some kind of legitimacy to them. Just like, you know, one person with a clipboard who's like, this sounds like a bad idea. We should stop. <laughs> um, no, really. we don't have a <laughs> okay, super. currency. Or all right. A- well, for all of you, the, for all of you listeners who are thinking to yourself, what did I just listen to for the last however long this episode is after it's edited down? I don't understand anything about currency. Yeah, you don't. Nobody does because of big dollar. Jeez. If they don't understand, they, it doesn't matter if we manipulate it. <laughs> there we go. And that's why money is weird. There's your episode title right there. <laughs> money is weird. All right, check us out on Twitter at More Abstract. That's my plug for the episode. I got to do it every time. If you like this episode, consider subscribing or following. We usually post supplemental content on Twitter. I'm not sure what we're going to post here. Like, is it just a dollar? Oh, no. PN, no, you got it. You have to make a sandwich coin. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll drop a sandwich coin. Uh, it's going to be really terrible. You know what? I'm going to make I'm gonna make this for you. I'll make it for you and send it to you. There will be a sandwich coin. Okay. You, you'll get to see that on Twitter. And you can find more episodes wherever you get podcasts.